Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat as we help you get through the lockdown here in New Zealand uh, and uh, here on here every day. Well, apart from the uh, Friday and Saturday, folks, and I'll explain why later. But uh, yes, we're here to talk about rugby. And what have we got today to talk about? Well, we've got lots of squads, to be honest with you. Springboks, Wallabies, All Black squads. Uh, we've uh, also got some news about uh, the Farrah Palmer Cup and travel issues. Uh, as well as some NPC players who aren't where they should be. Uh, so we'll uh, cover off on all of that. Also, uh, the important thing, obviously, um, I'm on the, as to what beers are on today, the uh, Moa Brewing, uh, Moa um, Session Pale Ale lined up to crack open in 50 seconds when we get to five o'clock. Um, got to keep that uh, nice routine uh, and uh, when we're joined lockdown, it is good to have a good routine, isn't it? And thank you, everyone in Auckland in the 09 uh, that is uh, behaving themselves and uh, trying to get through this lockdown. Um, let's abide by the rules and let's get to the uh, other side of it as quickly as possible. And say we're here to help you, help entertain you, and uh, keep you, uh, uh, yeah, help you wind down at the end of the work day. Because uh, that's because a lot of us are working from home, and therefore it's very easy to just keep on working and uh, lose track of time. So I think it's good to have a wind down and a, a five o'clock break, 10 seconds until I open that beer. And you can see those are all the beers we've had during our lockdown um, and rugby chat um, shows. Um, so a few different ones there. And five o'clock it is, folks. So beer time in to the old glass goes the uh, session pale ale. Looks like I'm on my own this evening, but some look, if you want to join me on screen uh, on the show, you can do. Uh, I put the, sh the uh, link out to join me on Twitter every single day. Uh, you can also listen to um, on um, uh, Facebook and YouTube, as well as putting the podcast out on New Zealand Sports Radio. Just search for that on wherever you get your podcasts. And folks, you want to know something? We have been nominated for the New Zealand uh, Podcast Awards. So thank you, everybody who put forward the nominations there. Um, I now have to uh, submit um, a five-minute highlights uh, reel. Not quite sure how to go about doing that. So if anyone knows about editing uh, or putting together a highlights reel for a podcast, then please let me know. Um, so first up then, 
this Saturday, we've got uh, the Bay of Plenty uh, versus um, Otago in the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup. So I'll be at that game, looking forward to it. The only Farrah Palmer Cup game that's happening this weekend. And boy, oh boy, it's a bit of a mission for Otago to uh, get up there. Obviously, the late notice of this meant they couldn't book flights until the last minute. And also having two players who are based down in Invercargill, um, not actually in Dunedin, um, it means that uh, uh, they're traveling from different places. It's taking five flights, five separate flights to uh, get up to um, to get up to um, uh, Taronga uh, for the game. Uh, apparently, it's just four flights going back. Still uh, a bit of a mess, isn't it? Let's be honest. So they're doing it tough, folks. Um, they, uh, they won't all be actually up in Tauranga uh, until 8.45 p.m. on Friday, which means that their uh, captain's run is going to have to happen on Saturday morning. Hence, the game has been pushed back from 12 o'clock to 2.30 uh, or 2.35. Uh, so it's a later kickoff, folks, so don't get caught out by that. As I say, I'll be at that game. Um, so look out for post-match uh, interviews from the players and coaches. Obviously, I'll ask the uh, Otago um, squad as to how much been in, how how that uh, how they've been coping with all of this, but uh, hopefully um, they put up a good that, that doesn't affect their performance too much. Clearly, it's going to um, to a certain degree there um, in that one, especially as this is a key game for the two teams as to who will come bottom of the table. And uh, with the, I, th I think we're expecting there to be relegation this year. There hasn't been in years past, um, so this is a, a relegation decider. By the looks, I think that's what everyone's expecting it to be. Um, but we'll see um, how that uh, how that all pans out. Um, moving on, then to um, talk about LBC, five flights. Yeah, five. Uh, not five. They'd have to take five different flights, but they couldn't get enough seats on one flight, so they're split across five different flights. It's only one flight for each group um, flying from Invercargill or Dunedin to Tauranga, um, I believe. Uh, but uh, they're on five separate flights trying to get up there because they couldn't get enough seats on one plane um, because of availability of flights and having to book late. So all a bit of a mess for them. But uh, say, let's hope they don't. Um, let's hope they can perform uh, as well as possible on Saturday. Uh, talking about players uh, being in the wrong place and six players apparently who were in Auckland but playing for um, provinces outside of Auckland um, had travel exemptions filed for them uh, and. Uh, uh, across, say, across five different um, provinces, uh, Wellington, Hawke's Bay, Manawatu, Bay of Plenty and Northland. So uh, across those five provinces, six players have uh, had travel exemptions granted. Uh, that has been found out afterwards that those travel exemptions shouldn't have been granted. Uh, and so all those players are now being <laughs> sent back to um, Auckland. Look, no blame on the on the players here. Look, when there are new processes and stuff like this, mistakes will happen. Um, they were all vaccinated and I'm sure they were all uh, safe. So I think the, the risk is pretty low. Uh, but um, it'll be interesting to see how these. Uh, so I guess it's just another point here that um, a lot of those, even if you're not in the uh, the 09 area, the Auckland um, unions, the other unions are still disrupted by the fact that Auckland is still in level four. So uh, it's unprecedented times and all of that kind of stuff. And we just have to have to cope with it and do the best we can. But uh, another fact just to take into account. Um, when we're watching the games this weekend, that some of the players, so yeah, some some squads won't be at full strength, not just because of injuries, but also just getting access to their players. Um, I'm going to be at uh, Waikato versus um, Canterbury on Friday. Now uh, I'll be driving during the time that we normally have this uh, lockdown beers and rugby chat. So no lockdown beers and rugby chat on Friday, folks, because I'll be driving over to Hamilton uh, to cover that game. Uh, take you inside the stadium and uh, 
to uh, bring you post-match uh, obviously interviews with the players and coaches. Also on Saturday, as I'll be driving back from that Bay of Plenty versus Otago game, uh, again, uh, during the time that we have for lockdown, um, with, uh, so lockdown beers, we won't be um, having uh, having that. Have all the teams been named today? I don't know if all the teams have been, but I know a lot of the teams have been. I've, been, I've seen a few. I've seen um, them coming through. I've seen the Waikato one, for example. Um, I think Billy Harmon is back for Canterbury, but I've not seen the Canterbury list yet. Uh, I've seen the Northland one with Rivers Rehana there in the 10 jersey. So um, I've seen a number of them coming out, but not all of them just yet. Um, the uh, I mean, Similarly, on the Rugby Championship side, we've got, we'll talk about the Springboks, the All Blacks and the Wallabies squads. I've not seen the I've not seen the Pumas squad yet uh, for that one, and that's pretty probably going to be the most interesting squad out of the lot to see how they approach this uh, next game. Uh, to be honest, um, so yes, yeah, so those players are moving back uh, to um, to Auckland uh, and going back into um, into lockdown there. Uh, so let's wet the whistle. Um, yeah, so help yourselves to a beer, folks. Uh, um, the because uh, it's all about winding down. Just a reminder: link on Twitter if you'd like to join me on screen and have a chat, um, rather than hearing my voice uh, <laughs> all the way through. Also, um, we'd really appreciate it if you could become a, a supporter of NZ Sport Radio. Uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio, uh, as well as a dollar a month. I mean, look, it, it really does mean the world to me um, and uh, helps me get the tech and helps pay for petrol so I can go to these games. Um, I really do not make uh, a living out of this. Uh, most I would love to. Um, extra shows that are coming up uh, tonight at 8 p.m. Cross fingers, the tech works. Um, I'd had a, uh, I did an interview with the Western Force CEO, Tony Lewis, um, this afternoon, having a chat about what the uh, what Western Force was like that, uh, when he arrived, because they've been through so much change and disruption, um, and uh, how they've gone about building up uh, the infrastructure that's required or the, the manpower that's required for a, a Super Rugby franchise uh, they didn't have enough coaches this year. Um, also, how they're going about making sure that there are local pathways for local players. Obviously, they had a very cosmopolitan team um, this year uh, there. So a, a really a good chat with Tony Lewis um, that, that, that I had, I say, coming out at 8 p.m. this evening as a podcast, also on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. So uh, if you uh, do, do listen to that one. Um, tomorrow at 8 p.m., I'll release also my... Um, or tomorrow, tomorrow at some point, actually not 8 p.m. because I'll be at the game, won't I? Tomorrow, join join the daytime. Um, I'll release a supporters special. So this is just for those people who support me uh, via patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio. Um, me talking about 20-minute red cards, uh, about how fair they are, uh, about whether it's whether they do the job right, um, and look at a few a few uh, the nuances around that side of things. So that's coming out tomorrow, folks. So two extra shows for you um, here. Uh, on NZ Sports Radio. So let's bring up the squads then and uh, have a look at those. Start off with the um, Springboks squad. Uh, and as you can see um, from the, that uh, it is pretty much as we expected. So we expected basically um, for the Springboks to roll out their best team yet again against Australia. They have this is a must win game for them if they're going to win the rugby championship. They're five points behind the All Blacks currently. Uh, so they really do need the points here uh, in this one. As you can see, pretty much the same team that was rolled out, uh, that, that turned up against um, the Wallabies and lost by two points last weekend. Uh, obviously, Pollard missing a, missing a bunch of kicks there that could have made the difference. 
Uh, just two changes already there in the uh, second row, uh, and that's um, due to um, uh, injury replacement. Um, and then also in Kenya, uh, there in the front row, um, coming back into the side uh, as, as well. So just those two changes in the pack there. Other than that, it's exactly the same team. Uh, still, uh, it looks like, um, oh, I've gone blank as the best player in the world. The winger, um, Colby, uh, isn't fit, unfortunately, this weekend for uh, the Springboks. We all love watching him play, so it's a real shame that he's not there. Um, lots of talk about Mornay Stain coming in, but he's not on the bench, so he hasn't been included. Uh, and so pretty similar um, bench there to last last week with uh, Van Straden, Smith and Weiss. The, the old, the, 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 as part of that bomb squad there with that 6 2 bench between the forwards um, and the backs. Um, so don't expect much different from last weekend from the Springboks. We've got the same team. I expect them to go through this very similar tactics, just trying to execute better, essentially, um, on this one. Um, LB says, look, he's personally not a fan of Ori, uh, but losing a line out lock means we have to replace with a good line out lock. Ori is an average in all other areas, though. Well, we're going to see uh, whether he gets the opportunity. Yeah, he gets the opportunity to try and prove a lot of doubters wrong. And there's been a lot of doubters on the old socials around Ori uh, getting selected. Uh, but LB makes that good point that you do need that line-out lock um, there uh, as part of that. And um, uh, I've gone blank as the person he's replaced. But anyway, it was when he came on that, uh, that the line-out started functioning much better against the, against, uh, the um, British Irish Lions, for example. So, yeah, a line-out lock is essential in that jersey um, for the um, for the for the Springboks. Uh, moving on to the Wallabies, then, and again, very very similar lineup compared to last weekend. Um, Tanalea Tupo comes in uh, in the number three jersey as Alan Alatoa heads off to uh, on paternity leave for the rest of the year. LB, thank you, Diego, uh, was the player that uh, I can't get to suddenly skip my mind. Uh, who's uh, been a great um, uh, lineup opponent for the uh, Springboks there. Um, other than that, the uh, the pack uh, signing pack is the same as before, including our um, finger who yellow carded. Let's hope he uh, gets uh, wraps his arms more in the tackle uh, this weekend, as opposed to what happened last weekend. Amongst the backs, even though the hundred post army is back, um, there is uh, the only change is at scrum half um, with uh, Nick White starting uh, and um, Tate McDermott dropping it to the bench. Uh, this one, I think, is down to uh, do, do, took, a, took a pretty uh, pretty big knock um, at uh, in the last game, um, and so you've um, uh, you've got to see how. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's carrying a bit of an injury, which is why they put him on the bench rather than starting um, with and then starting with Nick White, who is a a quality operator, hitting that uh, fifty twenty two uh, last weekend. Let's see if we can see uh, these oh, well, more of the sides. Uh, starting to adopt or try, starting to change and, and use these uh, new laws um, that are in place uh, in this one. LB in the live chat there, yeah, Tupu, Tupu finally starting. Yeah, look, I think a lot of people uh, have been looking forward to seeing him start um, in this one. Um, and he said, yeah, the clerk needs to shut, up, shut White up. Oh, dear me. I think they're both equally chirpy, to be honest with you. Um, so, uh, yes, I think uh, they'll, they'll give as uh, as good as they get. Um, the two of them there with uh, with that. So, um, yeah, I, we're going to see pretty similar to last weekend from both these tight sides. Obviously, Quade Cooper there for the Wallabies, um, who has been uh, 
Uh, we had a great uh, game uh, last weekend. Can he keep that up and back it up, back it up again? And that's going to be the big thing um, for the um, uh, for, for, for for this Wallaby side. Can they back up that performance from last weekend? Uh, I, I expect some tactics from both teams and basically come down to execution. Who executes better on the day? As I say, the, the Springboks I think were a bit flat last weekend, getting off the plane, um, and really uh, I expect them to execute better. Obviously, the Wallabies will have much more confidence this weekend. Um, and we'll see how that one goes. It'll be a cracking game, that one. Now, remember, they've flipped the games around. So the 7 o'clock game is the Wallabies versus the Springboks this time. Um, and the 10 o'clock game is the... I'm talking New Zealand time here. Uh, and the 10 o'clock game is the All Blacks versus the uh, Pumas. Um, so they've flipped them around from last weekend. Uh, on that note, then, um, I say I've not seen the Pumas lineup, but uh, it is all change for the All Blacks. And this is basically what uh, we thought they would do, to be honest. And they've got two massive games coming up against the world champions, the, the winners of the Lions series and the world number ones in the spring box. Um, so uh, this was their opportunity to uh, to rest some players and also give their extended squad some game time. So uh, brand new front row there with um, Moody, Takilaho and uh, Lomax with uh, Cody Taylor coming back from uh, that uh, concussion rest um, and uh, George Bauer and um, Offer Tonga Fassi available to replace off the bench. In the engine room, Patrick Tuopolotu comes back from uh, injury um, and uh, Tupu Vai also joins him in there. So um, that uh, uh, was a, um, uh, is, is, is two, two new locks in there, resting Vitalik and Scott Barrett. Scott Barrett will come off the bench in that one. Vitalik's played all the games, remember where Scott Barrett's uh, hasn't started all the games because we've had um, Sam Whitelock in there. Joining me and, yes, saving me and let me take a break from talking. It's Con. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Paul. How's it going? I thought uh, sitting in here all on your lonesome, I'd come and say a quick hi. Thank you good very much. You. Um, good to see you. Yes, um, I've just talked about the, um, the, 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 the Springboks and the Wallabies squads. Any thoughts on, uh, on those squads? Oh, look, um, I'm a little bit behind, but uh, they... Um, that's to be fair, massive all black fan here, but uh, there's a bit more on offer in that game. Um, I think it's going to be a cracking game, and I'm, 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 which one's first? I think it must be the other way around, isn't it? I think is the is the box Australia game up first, and that's right. So the that... box Australia game will come up first at seven o'clock. Um, and as you say, yeah, it's uh, it was only a two point game last time. Um, and LB says, yeah, I'm sure the box would have rested players as well if they didn't lose. Absolutely, they would have done. Um, but uh, yeah. that wasn't that, that got removed from them, and so hence we're going to have this cracking game again between uh, the box and the Wallabies. I think if they if this team struggles, I think uh, they'll be ringing some changes. And because most, I mean, this is pretty pretty close team to, uh, to 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 last week, and obviously a very different team from the from the uh, from the team that did very well against Argentina. Uh, what four weeks ago, four or five weeks ago now, isn't it? So yeah, but I think with with that thirty nine nil win by the um, uh, by the All Blacks, I think we can see that the 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 uh, that Argentina is the weakest team uh, in in, in right. the rugby championship this year. So um, and this is also this is pretty much the side that beat the British and Irish Lions. I can't see them straying much from this, whatever the result. To be honest with you, uh, yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, you know, so yeah, it's, just a good, it's a good team. Still, it's a good team. There's no doubt about that. That's a great South African team, despite what happened last week. And if they, if if if, uh, 
Quay Cooper missed the kick, we'd probably be talking about them even more. Yep, absolutely. Uh, that's very, very true. And uh, Quay Cooper is back again for the Wallabies. Um, against, again, um, the, uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, again, the Wallabies rolling out pretty much the same team. as Tupo uh, starting, though, is obviously a big change from the last, oh, what is it, the, the year? Have they had yeah, Tupo yes. starting for, for, he didn't start in any of the test match against New Zealand, did he? Uh, no, I don't think so. And that's because Alan Alisson has headed off to paternity leave. Ah, okay. That's an enforced change. He's obviously an amazing, you know, an exceptional player, Tanley Alatupo. Um, impact, everything like that. You know, he's 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 got it. So I, I listened to a couple of Aussie podcasts and they're constantly whinging about why he's not getting a start. Constantly. Um, they obviously think he is the key to everything, but uh, um, a bit of a talisman, but I guess the Quaid fills that position now. So, but I th- it's good that Talia Tupo is, is starting. He's a great player. Um, but uh, they obviously um, believe he offers something off the bench um, that, that the calculations that uh, him coming in on the on the 60th minute or something is is better than him playing for the first 60. I don't know. I, I think he should be playing. I think he should be starting. But yeah, as you say, um, what's his name is uh, unavailable. Yeah, but I think it wasn't Alatella. Um, yeah. he's, he's the captain for the Brumbies. I think there's also that leadership piece as well in what is a very young uh, side. So I think there might be that sort of part of it. Um, I mean, Tanalea has got has got another decade of rugby in him at this level. So yeah, there's no rush to to overplay to for him. And I wouldn't be worried if I was him about coming off the bench at this point. Any any surprises for for you in this team? Do you think Tom Banks is uh, lucky to keep his spot? Again? I see a lot of people have been very down on Tom Banks. I think he is one player who can, if given space, score a try from his own half. Right? He's, oh, he's he got can break. pace, doesn't he? As well, um, he's got pace. He can, uh, uh, he, 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 and I think he played better last week uh, and injected himself a few times uh, into the line as well. So I, I uh, look, I, it's. Uh, They've struggled to find someone there uh, at fullback since obviously Israel Folau has, has gone. Uh, Dane Hill at Petty was supposed to be the guy, but he's just not mm. being, uh, he's just not being able to stay fit. Um, and I think uh, with what is a very inexperienced side, I think um, Dave Rennie has gone right. This is my team, and uh, I'm just going to keep the continuity. Now, I'll agree with LB about rating Reese Hodge. The problem for Reese Hodge is he's he's everything and nothing, isn't he? He plays every position from ten to fifteen, um, but he doesn't doesn't actually own, doesn't doesn't nail down and own one position, which is a problem for him. I I um I think I commented last week on Twitter or something. He's the he he's just got the worst luck, like or, or, or whatever he does seems to seems to in in the last sort of three or four games. He doesn't, or well, clutch moments. He tends to do poorly, and what I'm saying there is, last week he, they were Australia are lucky that in spite of what you know his kick, uh, what was it, eighty? Uh, sorry. Um, so you're talking, about, you're talking about Tony, you're talking about Tom Banks here. No, no, I'm talking about Reece Hodge. 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 So Reece Hodge um, last week, 78, 78th minute, he put a terrible high kick up giving away possession to South Africa. Now, that ended up working out well with him. 
for them, but uh, but it probably shouldn't have. When he put that up, I just put my head in hands and said, why did you kick it, Hodge? And then obviously uh, when it came time to do the kick and it looked like they were fetching uh, Hodge from over the over the, um, over the the park uh, and getting him to kick it instead of Quaid, considering that Quaid had just made a kick in the exact same spot, I was going, don't give it to Hodge because because the last few times, and I think he's a good guy. Look, you know, I've seen him speak and I, I really like him, um, but he just had the worst luck. I think it was two long-range kicks against New Zealand he missed in the last year. Mm-hmm. That that would have caused them to, uh, is it win? Uh, at least this is last year, not this year. He had two long-range kicks and missed them. And uh, and so I don't think in, in the clutch moments he's, uh, he's he's tremendous. Tom Banks, as you say, had a, had a poor game against us um, in the final Bledisloe. Uh, but he's been really good in Super Rugby. He's He's been pretty good all year. And I guess... Who 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 comes off the bench? Is it Pattaya? The uh, Well, the... either Hodge or Pattaya. Yeah, one of those yeah. two. And Pattaya, I, I don't know. I, I I'm not seeing it with him. I, I see he's talented, but for oh, I'd say you're looking at um, two players not with the most tremendous experience and confidence. And I think Tom Banks is. Uh, I, I'd choose him. Yeah, Reese Hodge maybe, um, but they obviously like Tom Banks a bit more than him. Um, interesting, they're players, aren't they? They've, been, they've both got howitzers of boots. They've both got really long kicks. Yeah. But uh, Tom Banks is much is is is, is more elusive, and uh, Reese Hodge is more is more bash and a bit more bulk. Really, and your take on on Pattaya? Uh Not as a fullback. I, I, I see him as a thirteen. And do you, and and do I, you rate him? What's your what's your you know? Oh now? yeah, I mean, when we saw when we saw him um, uh, pre rugby World Cup, he was fantastic. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, he's. Again, he's someone who has been shifted from twelve to thirteen. Uh, you like look, give him a jersey, give him a jersey, and give him a running games. And be that to yeah. the Reds or the Wallabies. I mean, that, that that's the problem is that yes, he he's not being given um, a jersey because been, um, the, the, again, the uh, the Reds quite often played a um, uh, a playmaker at twelve and then put Hunter Paisami at thirteen. Yeah. You like well. No, I think Hunter Paisami and um, and Pattaya as a combination could be your your Wallaby uh, uh, centre combination for for a long time if they just get running games and and, and a go. Uh, but uh, I guess for Pattaya's issue is that look, you've got Hunter Paisami, you've got Kareva, you've got Ikatau, you've got um, yeah. Paia, uh, who's uh, who's not here because he's injured. Um, there's the Wallabies seem to have a whole bunch of good inexperienced locks at the moment. And they're just trying to figure out which two to kind of stick with, um, and it looks like Karevi and Ikatau have got have, have have got the jerseys now. And I think it's going to be a matter of can you prize a jersey off a player? Well, Karevi had a terrific game last week, and I think um, he's going to yeah. The, the they're a really good. But some of their spots, you know, we, we, I've I've been quite critical critical or, or cynical about their their situation at 10 or lack of depth just across Australia, you know, particularly with injuries. And and after Quade Cooper's had such a good game, you know, it, it just feels like the rest of the back line is a bit more settled. You know, settled is probably the word. Stacked, nice one, LB. Um, but, uh, um, you know, it just, it, it's essential for 9 and 10 to be, you know, Obviously, great players and uh, and uh, settled, and at the moment they are. I mean, at nine, um, Nick White, Tate McDermott, both really good options. Um, so uh, it's kind of coming together for them, it seems. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, so they they are at the they're at the bottom of the curve. 
<laughs> and they've got a lot of it's they're one of the sides in world rugby that's got the most potential and room for growth but um we've got to allow them to grow and, and dave rennie's going to be given the time uh and i'm not so we'll have to see hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Whether he gets it. Really. Well, there was some some stat that said that if you take away the games against New Zealand, um, and of course it's a big if, uh, but yep. you take away the games that Wallaby's have played against New Zealand, um, they've, uh, they've they've had a pretty good couple of years. You know, they've obviously they've gone two and zero against uh, against France. Well, I mean, I'm not, well, Argentina they 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 two draws was it actually. Um, no. I've beaten South Africa now, and it actually starts to look a bit better. It's the games against New Zealand that not only um, uh, kind of sullies his record, uh, uh, his his win rate, but also probably affects the fans' perception of how well that team is doing. Number being number seven in the world probably doesn't help, but that's changed now, isn't it? Are they five now? Is that correct? Um, I'd have to I'd have to I'd have to have a quick look. But so having a quick look at Dave Rennie's um, international record. Um, for uh, with um, uh, is uh, they've played Argentina twice and drawn twice. Uh, played Argentina three times with sorry played um, France three times with two wins and a loss, and played South Africa once with a win. So his non um, uh, his yeah his non New Zealand games are three wins, two draws, and one loss. Unfortunately, he's played New Zealand seven times with one win, one draw, and five losses. Um, and that's the uh, that's Dave Rennie's problem uh, is that he's played New Zealand more than e- than every other country combined uh, during it's his just, time yeah. head coach. And coming into um, to this year, uh, it was probably not batting against New Zealand. Am I right that it was one win, one draw, one loss last year against New Zealand? Uh, it must be two losses because they, they've only played three times this year and they've lost all three. Sorry, so that must be, yeah, last year was it? Was it? Ah, okay. So, yeah, winner drawn no. two losses last year. Did they play us four times? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, no wonder they're fucking sick of us. <laughs> There's no one else to play. That was the problem last year. That's right. Um, yeah, true. Good afternoon, John. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. Just keeping keeping well and safe. Yes. Doing, um, I'm uh, starting to see the world ramp up again. Oh, that's good to see. Um, and uh, yes, ramping up uh, with uh, 
some rugby tomorrow evening here in New Zealand. So we have, um, don't forget Waikato versus the versus Canterbury. Uh, sorry, folks, it's gate, it's uh, it's a closed stadium, but you can watch on TV, obviously. And I'll be with my media pass inside, bringing you the uh, the view from in, in, inside. Nice. Um, John, one player that we've um, that uh, we, we, we actually we're not talking about the All Blacks. We'll, we'll just very quickly go back to South Africa because you're our South African correspondent. Um, with uh, or, Ori into the in, in the second row there. Been some mixed, if I'm being polite, uh, or lots of negative, shall I say, uh, feedback on on Twitter about Ori there in, in the second row. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts on him? Look, I, I, I need to be careful here because I don't, um, I haven't followed his career closely, right? So um, I can't comment on um, on his performances in depth, right? Um, and I also want to be careful here because I think that a number of people who are commenting on Twitter are, um, how can I put it, um, racist? Yep. <laughs> so they are just leaping to the conclusion that because he is uh, non-white and he's been selected in that position, that therefore, you know, that, that therefore it's a token selection. Um, I don't, I don't think so at all, right? Um, I think that uh, if he, if RG Snayman was available, which he isn't, he's still recovering from the burns that he, that he, um, he got with, in that terrible accident earlier in the year. If Lutte Yaga wasn't uh, going through concussion protocol, then uh, Ori wouldn't be playing, and I think that's understood. And it's next man up. Yep, I a twenty-eight-year-old, so a bit, a bit. Um, he's, let's be honest, he's, he's uh, uh, a bit older than um, uh, a bit, a bit older for 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 being with only six caps. Has only been playing, only been playing for the Springboks since twenty eighteen. So he's, he's definitely a late bloomer from 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 that point of view. Uh, also, I think probably the fact that he's played for the Bulls, the Lions, the Ospreys, the Stormers, and Western Province. Um, that uh, sorry, obviously Storms Western Province are the same. Sorry, but he's he's but he's, he's he's moved around a lot as well. So I guess also perhaps seen as a bit of a journeyman player as well. Has uh, uh, so yeah. So anyway, uh, say so that just I just thought I'd get your thoughts on that. Can one. I just 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 a thought is that I think we need to be a little bit careful in that not all people follow the same career path mm -hmm. when it comes to any career, right? Um, and not all people mature at the same rate. Uh, and uh, yes, there seems to be a tendency that uh, outstanding athletes tend to come through and are noticed from 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and then are streamlined into certain academies and come through. But some people are late bloomers. That's just the way that it is. Right, so let's see what he does against tier one opposition. Um, they have a younger, a younger lock there that's touring with them. They also have Reinhard Altstadt, who is in his early thirties, who um, has also been a late bloomer, and has come into the squad from France. Former, uh, former Blue Bulls player has been playing in France, so he's only got one or two caps, and he's about thirty-one, right? Um, 
My my only concern is that if he'd been selected in the squad, I wonder if the same people who'd been putting the comments up on Twitter would have said the same thing because Reynard Ulsted is white. But maybe I'm just being a little bit cynical here. Um, let's see how he goes. You know, um, let's give the guy a chance. Let's see. You know, this is an opportunity for him to step up. He plays with, um, he plays with even Etzebeth at the Stormers. So let's see how he does. Oh, at least yep. he used to play at Etzebeth at the Stormers. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, move because the final score we've not looked at yet is the um, the All Blacks and uh, yes, all change here for the All Blacks as they uh, basically roll out their their. Or the, well, they, yeah, they basically rest all their first choice players pretty much. Uh, so front row of Moody, Takenaho, Lomax, um, Patrick Turpilotti back from injury, which is good to see. Actually, Lomax also back from injury. Uh, they both had niggles. Uh, and uh, good to see Topu Vai uh, in there as well. Looking forward to seeing how he uh, uh, how he goes, the youngster, in the locks. Um, a change uh, in uh, the Lucys. So Ethan Blackadder at six, Ardi Surveyor at seven instead of the normal eight. Uh, and Hoskins to two two at eight, um, so that's going to be a a battle. I know, you've got, John, you're not a great fan of Ardi Severa as a seven. Um, you see him more as a uh, a six or an eight. Um, yep. The uh, and so, uh, Con, what's your thoughts on that pack? It's you know, as you say, second choice or B squad or whatever people like to say these days, uh, and probably one eyed. It's still a very good pack. Great to see Hoskins two two back i'm a big fan of him uh and um ethan blackadder uh being a canterbury boy uh he's uh oh, yeah I, I i i'm you know pretty pretty um happy to see him and, and quite pleased with his progress big fan of Tupelo too as well um and uh and obviously Artie at captain is uh it's really it's really it's great uh he's you know how, how old is that he must be quite young is he I always think they're young, but um, he's probably, what about he, 26, 25, 26? He's got a few years left in him, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's, yes, definitely. Um, he is 27. 27, oh, man. So, I mean, that is, uh, I guess, 27 is probably the new um, 25 uh, these days, as <laughs> people can go a bit longer. So, um, but it, uh, it's great to see him being captain, and, um, and uh, you know, he might not be captaining against South Africa, but... Um, uh, he's he's going to be a captain for many years. So I think it's I think it's a it's still as you say it's uh, not the first choice in, in every position, but it's still a very good pack. No, he's uh, he's the touring captain, so I expect him to be captain against South Africa uh, in, in the two tests. Uh, obviously, with Sam Kane uh, and Sam Whitelock True, both missing, Sam Whitelock will be there for the last test. But I expect I uh, know oh, sorry, Sam Whitelock won't be there for the last test. Sam Whitelock will actually be turning out for Canterbury in uh, not this weekend, thought, but uh, from next weekend. Sorry, I thought I thought I thought Whitelock was. I'm having trouble keeping track of this, but um, I actually thought Whitelock was back uh, for 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 at least one, if not two, two of the several games. My mistake. So uh, he was going to be. He was supposed to fly back, but they couldn't get a MIQ spot in Australia for the Saturday. It would have been the Tuesday, which would have meant he came out on a Tuesday, like four days before the actual final test, or the the second South Africa Springboks test, and that wasn't enough time for him to That's condition. Right. But, but it was Richie, for Richie, even though they were leaving at the same time. Yeah, that's right. That's right, because Richie's in a non-contact role, as we all we know. Fly halves just wave players through. Um, so um, the uh, so, so it's, a, it's a different style of of, uh, of, of position. So um, the uh, 
um, so yeah, so so yeah, so so Richie will be, but yeah, the Sam won't be. So yeah, so I, I think yeah, Ardy will yeah will will captain the next two tests as well. I expect um, probably from eight though, not from seven. What's very uh, interesting to me is is um, I think that if they really believed that Bowden Barrett in Bowden Barrett as a ten, I think he would have been selected as captain. He's and I think that uh, no Bowden. Bowden Barrett, if, if they really believed in him as ten, and I think, I think they pretty much nailed their colours to the mast here. That, that uh, for their mind going into the next World Cup, it's Richie Mwanga the whole way, and uh, and they don't see Barrett as as anything else but coming off the bench. Um, otherwise, they would have selected him as captain, right? So they're going for an option that can captain through all these matches. And they're seeing when Richie Mwanga comes back, he's going to be taking over that jersey. So I think Bowden Barrett can pretty much um, know that uh, whatever decisions he's making with his career, that uh, he's not going to be starting for the All Blacks unless Mwanga is injured. I think that's true. I think there was a – I just chucked an article up. Um, maybe that was in the private. But uh, supposedly um, – Barrett's got a niggle, and so that's why they dropped him to the bench. I guess it's not a big enough niggle that uh, um, he can't play. It's just they don't want him to start, although who knows? But that makes no sense. That makes no sense because if you've got a niggle, you should start. Because if you come off the bench and your niggle flares up, there's nobody behind you, right? So the safe position is to start yeah. the one with the niggle and have the replacement on the bench. Because is, if you, you if very, come on as a tactical, see, you really see players, you really see coaches doing that, even though that does make sense to pretty much to most people. It, uh, and a bit like also, if you've got a player who can play thirty minutes, but is a good, but is a good, say say a prop, but a good scrummager, well then put him on the pitch and replace him after thirty minutes, rather than That's just right. because he can't play sixty, don't put him on the bench, put him on and then replace him early. Um, I think it's a much better way of doing it. But yeah, you. One of the reasons that they that they explained for Bowden's poor kicking was his calf. He's his yeah. kind of got a calf issue, and so he probably shouldn't have been kicking full stop last week. Um, Interesting. With, with, is, with it, is, it, is, it, is it his left calf that's the problem? Uh, I uh, sorry, too much. Uh, yeah, not it's too detailed. I'm not. I'm not. I've not. Uh, okay. I've, I don't have that because I, I was saying if your plant leg has got a calf problem. Right, so you're unsure of your plant leg. That's going to have a huge effect on the leg. Mm. But that, that was why he handed the kicking over to Geordie after half time last week. Was because of that. The um, um, surprise, the one surprise for me is I'm surprised TJ starting because he's probably going to go with Aaron Smith not going to attend any games and potentially, you know, who knows what's going to happen against Africa, potentially not even the European trip. Um, I would have thought that TJ would be the first choice for the South African matches, which they know how important they are. So I would have thought they would have given him a bit of a rest with Weber starting. Um, so yeah, that was that was the probably surprise for me as far as um, tactical selections. Yeah, I think there's the, yeah there's four players in here who are starting from last week, in TJ, Rico Awani, uh, George Bridge, and Jordy Barrett. And you kind of think, what well, does that Is mean? It not maybe. Sorry to interrupt, Paul. Is it not maybe that they cons they want to give Peronara game time 
and get him up to speed because he's been a number of months in Japan? Possibly. They did say that no player would play all games, although TJ didn't play. He Did he... Did he um start he didn't start against australia but he was off on off the bench is that correct uh from memory yes but i'll quickly check it um so yeah they, they claimed at the beginning that there wasn't no player would play every game uh now uh, they might yeah. have meant start every game but they said no player would play every game so um i mean maybe that's a that's something they didn't count on with aaron smith not coming but uh, it would surprise yeah, me that TJ yes. didn't start the next two games, and so I would have thought with the with the you know likelihood of us winning this, this would have been a good one to give him a rest. But Albie's just said they reckon they'll he reckons they'll sub TJ early. Why the switch though? You know why why it's kind of a, a standard theme of you know players will get about sixty minutes and then twenty minutes as as the sub. Uh, maybe you know it's always different, but. Um, yeah, I guess uh, if you're trying to minimise game time, but maybe you're right, John. He he wasn't playing much before he was playing in Japan. Uh, mm. Did he play against any of the Wallaby games? Sorry, did he play the Wallabies at all in New Zealand? I can't remember. No, um, I think no, he was no. in the second game, but not the first one. Or okay, no, he wasn't. Well, actually, no, he wasn't. No, oh, okay. I thought he was subbing, but yeah, well, I he wasn't, he was it was yet. Weber. It was Weber and Aaron Smith. Mm, okay. So that's a surprise to me, but you know, uh, we'll see. Yeah. You know, so if, if I can make a comment, if I can make a comment on this selection from a from the Springbok viewpoint, um, the I know the Springboks have a huge respect for Perinara and for his physicality, and that may be if they don't have the the first choice speedy zippy service that they have from Aaron Smith which is obviously first choice, and he may well be the best scrum off going around on the planet at the moment, then possibly, uh, or halfback, then possibly that's the reason why, because I do want him to start against the Springboks, possibly for his physicality, you know, straight up at the beginning. So that may be a reason, maybe a reason why. I, 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 think, this is, well, I, I, I think this is more... Uh, a sign that Weber is going to start against the Springboks and that TJ will come off the bench. But that's just wow. my opinion. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, the, um, Look, I can, I can only speak from the side of how they're viewed, right? And, um, yeah. and uh, like, for instance, um, Aaron Smith is a big, is a big loss. Um, but I know that the Springboks would much rather face Richie Mwanga than face Bowden Barrett. They consider Barrett to be much more of a threat um, in that channel. And they also consider Bowden Barrett to be uh, more capable of dealing with pressured ball. Because he has more, I mean, it's not, I'm not belittling Moanga. I'm just saying that Moanga gets a free ride every Saturday behind the Crusaders and uh, the All Black Pack. And on the very rare occasion that he gets ball under pressure, it's not something he's accustomed to. Whereas, playing behind the Hurricanes pack and sometimes behind the Blues pack, but more behind the Hurricanes pack, Barrett is more experienced of getting the ball under pressure, is more used to coping with it. So the, the Springboks feel like they can put more pressure on Mwanga. Um, well, and this, the other big loss is, of course, Whitewood. Because with the Springboks having lost three, and that's another reason why Ori's there, is that of their, of their top five lock um, combinations, and if you can't Peter step to toy, as somebody who could step back into lock from flank as a former World Rugby Player of the Year, 
They've got five right. first choice so, spots. No, we're moving. We're, we're talking about this, this week's game. We're not talking about two weeks in the head. This week. We're not talking <laughs> about some white line. Okay, no, but I'm I'm just saying if if you're talking about getting ready for that for that game, um, from the perspective of uh the you know the the tasty the two tasty morsels that are coming, um, from the viewpoint of getting everybody ready and ha- get them to the to sh- optimum sharpness, let's call it that way. Yeah, and, and, and quite clearly, um, Ritalik and uh, Scott Barrett will start those games. And that's why Ritalik's been rest- rested for this one. Um, he's, he's, yep. he's been playing consistently since uh, since coming back. Uh, this is his first rest um, uh, as, a, as they've upped the physicality for him from Japan. And uh, Barrett has spent some time coming off the bench behind Sam Whitelock, which is why he's on the bench here tonight for this one. Um, so, yeah, David McKenzie, unsurprisingly, at 10, with uh, Bowden Barrett being rested um, for injury reasons and also because I don't think he's going to play all games back-to-back as starter. Um, and uh, then we've got um, a centre combination of uh, Quintapaya and Rico Iwani giving Havili his first break of the uh, um, of the season. Uh, and I think this shows that Anton Leonard-Brown will probably start at 13 against the, uh, uh, the Springboks rather than Rico, or it might be about showing getting Rico more experience Ooh. in that role. But I think that shows that he's the second choice behind ALB in that one. Yeah. He's had a great tour so far. Well, um, great uh, series. Yep. Uh, and then the back, uh, and with um, Braden Enor uh, coming back from injury, this be his, uh, he's only got one cap so far. This will be his second cap coming off the bench. So really looking forward to seeing him. I expect to see him in that 13 role uh, with Rico getting mm-hmm. being, being the, 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 the replaced player. Um, so that. sorry, just run that through that again. So it's starting Perinara, then uh, Bowden Barrett, then uh, 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 who's at twelve? Uh, so this week um, it's it's Quintapaya and Rico Iwani, um, with the expectation that means that resting Havili and Antelanet Brown for the Springboks. Yeah. Yes, and then the uh, the wings, and our final three. Uh, so yeah, so Jordy at fullback. Um, George Bridge on one wing and uh, Will Jordan on the other wing, um, with uh, I say Braden Enor covering that the, those backs uh, there. So Sever Reese, um, I think, has uh, done enough and shown a lot in the last couple of games. So I think he's won back one of the jerseys. Quite who will get the other jersey, right. I don't know. Um, and it'll be interesting to see whether they go with Barrett or David McKenzie at fullback uh, against the Springboks. But again, that would mean four games on the trot for Geordie if he is going to hold on to that jersey. Is it not? Yeah. Is it, I mean, it must be Rico Ioanni at uh, on the other wing against the Springboks, right? Um, the well, no, not necessarily. But um, you're expecting uh, it's uh, Reese to be one of them. Um, I'm just, just quickly trying to find the uh, the current squad to see who might be. Um, uh, Oh no, that's a seven. So I don't want seven. So I'm trying. I want the fifteens. Um, <laughs> got the wrong, the wrong Wikipedia page up. Jeez, there you go, folks. Um, behind the scenes, look at uh, where does Paul get all his information from? It's all from Wikipedia. So it's all one hundred percent. So if you want to miss the map, go on and edit some pages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the players out there are George Bridge. So with George Bridge, Will Jordan, Jordy Barrett, and Dave McKenzie all playing, Sever Reese is the only winger. That's that's been rested this weekend, um, and with Rico mm. there, so yeah, so two of the other players will have to come from this team. Yeah, um, but I think it does show that Reese will be one of those back three players up against the box. 
I'd say mm. so too, which I think is deserving. I mean, he's, uh, as I said one time before, he's, I expect tactical kicking to be to be a part of it, despite, you know, um, there to be a lot of running. And I think uh, they, they rate him, uh, particularly with pairing with Maunga, who, uh, fingers crossed, will be in it. Do we, I saw a couple of articles, are we expecting him to start the first like, is, is he going to be ready? I mean, the conditioning, it's its obviously a pretty big ask for him to go from no rugby to uh, one of the biggest games of the year straight up. Any thoughts on uh, that? Richard Moyang is not a bit, well, but still be an MIQ for the first test. He doesn't come is out that for the first test, test, is it? Yeah. Okay. So the, so the second test, he might, he'll, he, is about, he, he will have been, been, in, been with the squad for about four days. Okay. Yeah, that's, so, even then starting that one, I guess, might depend on how we go. Um, interesting. So yeah, so as you say, I think it, yeah, it could come down to a uh, injury with with Bowden Barrett. How, how bad is that calf? Uh, and B, yeah, what, what is the result in that game? And do the All Blacks have to win that final game to win the rugby championship or not? Uh, it could yeah. come down to well, well, provided we win this one, um, we can drop one, and we probably home and host just because of the uh, the bonus points and and the points differential that we have, right? Provided we win this, um, well, no, you need, you need to win. Yeah, you need to win two more. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, you can afford to drop one. Yes, exactly. You need to win two out of three, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and, and I think we've got one hundred percent bonus points. Am I right? And uh, and then the points differentials off the chart, as in the um, so it'd be pretty hard for if, if Springboks were to meet those points, as in get get the bonus points, which I don't think they can. Um, they'd have to meet the, the points differential, but. Um, uh, yeah, it's looking pretty promising, but we all want us to get the two, except for John. Um, so <laughs> no, no, look, look, I'll, I'll be, I'll be straight up here, and I'll say yep. it would be great to see the Springboks win, but far more important than winning the tournament is they must win the two tests against the All Blacks, because then Steve is taking me to the next test that they play. In New Zealand. <laughs> is that right? Is that... So that's winning the whole tournament is far. Less important than winning the two tests against All Blacks, right? Because um, I, I fancy, I fancy me a free, a free ticket. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'm a bit concerned as to where John's going to find the money for two tickets if he does, if he doesn't, if they don't win. But we'll see. <laughs> um. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I've got two children. I, 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 I'm not even sure I need one. Yeah. Exactly. You, could, you can always sell them off. Um, I, I look, a, a young kidney has got to be worth something, surely. So you don't, you don't even have to sell the whole kid. You can just, just sell bits of it. So there you go. Um, so um, on that note, folks, yes, that was a joke before anyone gets uh, gets up in arms. Um, but um, we have overrun by about 20 minutes. So thank you very much, John and Connor and Connor. It's been uh, great to have you uh, join me for Lockdown Beers and uh, Rugby Chat. As I say, no Lockdown Beers and Rugby Chat tomorrow. Obviously, you can have Lockdown, you can have lockdown Beers at 5 o'clock, but I will be driving up to Hamilton for the uh, Waikato versus Canterbury game. Um, and so, unfortunately, I can't do the show tomorrow. Uh, also, no show on Saturday either um, because I'll be driving back from Tauranga after the... Uh, Bay of Plenty versus Otago at Farrah Palmer Cup game, but we will be live straight after the Springboks versus Wallabies with post-match reaction and straight after the uh, All Blacks versus the Pumas with the post-match reaction to that game as well. So do join us for both of those. Um, thank you, Con. Thank you, John. And uh, Very good. stay safe, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone.